welcome to the 16th episode of Let's Talk and Grow. Notice you guys how this time I didn't say my name. (laughs) I've been thinking about whether I should stop using my name in the intro. I ne- I've never like I've never liked my name in any I don't like my name pronounced in English. I don't like my name pronounced in Spanish. I don't I just don't like it. All right. I don't like it. And so every, the thing is every time I say my name and I say, Hi everyone, I'm Alondra. And every time I say I'm Alondra, I maybe it's me overthinking. I mean I do this often. But I'm always thinking about maybe my Spanish speakers. Um or my Hispanic people are saying, why are you saying Alondra? Your name's Alondra. But let me just say this. I, I've never liked, I just don't like Alondra. I don't like Alondra and I don't like Alondra. And the thing is, I don't I don't want to say my name's Alondra because, I mean, I know that this is just be me by myself. But I've never liked to use the the Spanish pronunciation around English speakers because then they try to replicate the Alondra, which I mean, rightfully so. I mean, they're just trying to mimic the pronunciation. But then it sounds like Alondra. And I hate that too. I don't like any of them. I don't like Alondra. I don't like Alondra. And I don't like Alondra. I don't like any of them. So maybe I shouldn't say my name anymore. Maybe I shouldn't. But if you've been listening, you know my name. Um, And thank you for being here. Uh, for another episode of Let's Talk and Grow. And this episode is titled Feeling Behind in Life. Here we go. So haven't we, most of us in our 20s, and and I'm not in my 30s, I'm not in my 40s, but I would assume that most of us at one point in our life have gone through the feeling of feeling that we're behind in life. Because will compare our lives to those who are already, I don't know, on their second child, have bought a home. Well, this is more for people in their 20s. We tend to compare ourselves with people who are already on their second child, who've bought a home with their, or who bought a home with their significant other, are traveling around the world to Greece, and, or I see mostly Greece, or Paris, and then you start wondering if you're doing it all wrong. And listen, I don't shy away from the fact that I have none of the above. I don't have my own home. I don't have any children. You know, I don't have any of those things. And I don't feel behind in life. But if anything, the only thing that makes me feel behind in life is something that I hate to admit. But I don't drive. I I don't know how to drive. I don't want to learn how to drive. I know it's important, but I don't drive. And that's the only thing that makes me feel self-conscious a little bit. Because let's say if I want to meet up with some girls or some friends, I always think about it, about the fact that I don't drive. And then I'd just rather stay home. And um, that's one of those. But, But I have to say that with the way that people drive nowadays, I don't really care if I know how to drive. I don't really mind that I don't know how to drive, but it does come in handy, I will admit. That's the only little thing that gives me a sense of guilt. The only thing that I feel that, because it is necessary, it really is necessary to get from point A to point B, it is necessary. But other than that, 
in regards to the other things above that I mentioned, I ask myself, are these things, these things that others have, do I actually want them? And the answer is no, actually. I mean, sure, I would love to go to Greece, but I mean, as things, things such as my own home, my own car, being married already, having children already, I ask myself, do I actually want them? And my answer is no. I mean, I know they don't work with my life or what I want at the moment. Maybe driving, <laughs> maybe driving would work, would, would work for me. But And these are just examples of some things. I mean, there's a lot of other things that you may see people in your age group that, you know, that they already have certain things. And you wonder sometimes if you should have them. Sometimes you don't even feel the need to have them. You're fine just the way you are. But you feel these pressures of, of society, of what you should already be having, what you should this, what you should that. And it can feel, maybe you're not pressured entirely by it. It's a lot of I, I see a lot of people saying, well, if he hasn't proposed by a certain time, or if you guys haven't been married, you're wasting your time. But the thing is, how about in a, how about being in a position where actually I love this person very much, but actually, and, and I would love to spend my life with this person, but I actually am happy where I'm at this moment in time. And I don't feel any sort of pressure to do so. The way I see it, I see it like, what has happened and what has not happened yet in your life is always a blessing. If something isn't occurring, I feel like I'm being given time for a certain plan that the universe or God has for me. I mean, because it, it, it doesn't work for me right now. I always think about, do I think I would be where I want to be if I had children? Maybe some of you who do are. But for me personally, it just would not work at the moment. I don't see myself being a mother at this moment. And I would love to, I really would love to be a mother. I feel like I'm a very nurturing person and I feel like I'm also born for it, but I don't want it right now. And I feel, I don't know if if any of you who who don't have children and have pets and when family members come and they see you with your pet, loving your pet, and spoiling your pet, they, they kind of look at you like, well, at least in my in in my Hispanic community, all of them had teen pregnancies. I think all of them did. And by their twenties, they're they're I think most of them were already on their like second baby. And I'm not. My sister isn't either. But I'm the older one out of her and I. I'm 26. She's 21. And people, I, I can see, they don't say anything, but I can, I can sense this little, the look they give me when I spoil my dog, when I have my dog. And when I say that, that's my, that's my child, my, my dog. And for them, at least in our culture, it's like, I feel like to them, it's like, dude, like you should, like, what are you doing? You should be having a kid. But at the same time, if I'm quite honest, I don't. I, I mean, I would not have wanted to bring a child in those conditions, and even though I wouldn't have wanted to bring the child in those conditions, and I still wouldn't want to bring them in these better conditions. 
just not yet. I just don't see it for me. I don't, I don't, I, for example, my family just bought a new home and we all help, you know, with the bills. And do I see myself with my own home? Honestly, it'd be nice to have a home one day, but do I really care to have one right now? Really, I don't. I really don't. And I'm happy being with my family. I'm happy being with my sister. I'm happy seeing my mom every day. I'm happy seeing my stepdad every day. I'm happy seeing my all of our pets every day. I love um, who, I mean, I, I know they must be happy. Maybe they are, maybe they're not. But I think about, you know, how they decorate the rooms and fancy and stuff like that. But for me, I... I've never had a room of my own. And now that I do, my room is pink and it's colorful and it's full of roses. I mean, fake fake flowers, but <laughs> peonies and, and roses and, and pink all over and it's colorful. And I love it that way. And I get to have it as elegant and classy as I want in such a feminine way that I feel it's, it's kind of like a princessy way but in a more grown-up way, and I love it. And I think about, I, I don't think I, I, I mean, I, I, this room is my safe haven for me. It really lifts my creative bone. It really makes my creativity soar. And I can be here hours and just planning things and being creative. And I know that there's other, you know, I get to sleep in this room that flourishes my creativity. And I know that many don't have the opportunity to do so. Or maybe some are married and they probably do prefer their married life and their um, their room. You know, usually when you're with a partner, it's different colors. It's not all girly and colorful and pop colors. In my case, I I get to have that, and 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 I I do feel I don't feel weird that I have my room like this at my age. What kind of trendy rooms are in now, like with the plants, which it's is really pretty. I really like those rooms as well. But as soon as I I had my home room, I'm like pink walls and white curtains and roses every pink roses everywhere and i want this room to be just i want it to feel like my heaven on earth in such a heavenly feminine way and i love this room and i always think about like if i were to get married or if i were to move in with my significant other now i mean i want to enjoy this room i really do I want to enjoy my my space to be creative, to grow. Um, which, yeah, I know that in a relationship, if you you know you can get a um, a house where you have your own studio or your own room to do all that creative stuff. But let's be honest. Sadly, the way the economy is, houses are super effing expensive. Where I don't think at least now that I could afford a house with rooms enough for, for ourselves, for guests, for children and, and something for, because he's a creative and I'm a creative and I know he would want his own space too if I did. And I just want to enjoy this space right now. I just 
like where I am. And that's what I mean. I just feel that things that haven't happened yet, even though we probably question where we should be, there's always a reason. There's always a reason why we don't have something yet. Either we need to work on something, we need to learn something, or it's not what is for us. And I feel lucky to to know in my head, in my heart, that and to and to feel that I don't have to be doing what everyone else is doing. And luckily I've al- I've always grown up with that idea. I've never cared to be doing what everyone else is doing, even though I may find lovely what they're doing, their paths. I I see so many wonderful girls from high school who, you know, who are, who are, who have their Teslas and are moving in with their boyfriend and their life looks so perfect. And I say, hell yeah, you, you know, you go girl. Like I, I hope you get everything you want. And yet, just the way that I admire, you know, and I'm happy for them and what they have and their babies and how happy they are. I'm also happy for me. For, you know, I'm happy that I have certain freedoms that perhaps maybe they wouldn't have or perhaps, you know, the way they live is is is, is more special to them. I think to it's it always comes down to, to each their own. And it's really... A waste of time, I would say, to to base your life based on what someone else is living. Everyone is special for a reason. And we're not all meant to follow the same path. We're not all meant to finish school by a certain age. We're not all meant to have that car yet or or ever if you don't want if you don't want to. We're not all meant to have children at a certain age or ever. I mean, if you don't want to, you don't want to. And if it if it doesn't if you're not able to, there's just another plan for you. It doesn't mean you're a failure and I and I think most of you know this. One thing is for sure, we don't all have the same destiny. Like I said, we're not all meant to live the same path. If we all lived the same path, there wouldn't be people to admire. There wouldn't be things to learn from when we watch others. Sometimes, you know, your idea of behind is a blessing for opportunities that others wouldn't have. You know, sometimes you know that something wouldn't work for you, but you want to have something solely because everyone else has it and because it makes you feel bad that others are looking at you like, especially, you know, with when we have relatives that are older or, or in our Hispanic or in our Hispanic community community, um, they do tend to tell us a lot like, when are you going to get married? When are you going to this going to do this? There, they, there seems to be more of a view of what the cycle of life should be. Like I was having a conversation with my grandmother about two, three weeks ago, I would say. And she was just, well, most of, like I said, most of the women in my family, almost all of them were pregnant in their teenage years, except for my mom who got pregnant at 26. At my age, at her, uh, at my age, I would be, if, you know, at her age, which is my age currently, I would be having uh, 
baby me in the stomach. But I'm not pregnant and I don't wish to be right now. But anyway, she was telling me that she was ta- she was telling me about how my grandfather who's long passed about 20 years ago he was kind of like a deadbeat meaning he he was uh he he was always out with women and whenever he came back he would impregnate her and then he'd leave and then my grandmother would just have to go through the turmoil of trying to raise these 12 i think it, they were 12 or 11 children on her own with no help from from my grandfather. And it was just surprising to me how even though she suffered a great deal and a lot of her children lacked proper education, most of them didn't even most of them didn't get through elementary school and it affected their kids greatly in their life immensely and it was I mean it, it's surprising but not because I know that many cultures think like this, that she was telling me that it's just the way of life of a woman. That's what we're here for. The man is here to provide and women are here to bear children, as many as the man wants and God wants. And I'm just listening to her with like in disbelief, but wondering why she would still think like that, even if she knew how, how much it damaged her own children. And the point that I'm trying to get at with this is that she went through a great suffering because she thought women came for a certain thing only. And it's not what worked for her soul, so it set her behind. Which, what I'm getting at is that you'll be more behind in life doing what doesn't resonate with your soul. Maybe she wasn't behind in life in terms of society's norms of what she should do or what she, yeah, and maybe she wasn't behind in life in terms of what society society's norms were of what she should do, but she was behind in her soul because it wasn't something that resonated with her, and she just kept doing it because she thought that's what women were supposed to do. She put up with a lot of things that I'm sure were against her or her own moral compass. But instead of using, of letting her heart guide her to what she really wanted to do in her life, she felt compelled to live a certain way of, a certain way of life, a certain direction because of, because of society. And I'll, and I, and although I, um, a lot of things happen in cultures where people feel that way, where people feel, well, American culture is one of them. The American way of thinking is that once you're 18, you move out of your parents' house and you go to college and you move out of your parents' house and you're on your own. In Amer- in Mexican culture, it tends to be more like you stay with your parents until you're married, when if you're a woman, for the most part. But... I can't, I I keep wondering how many people went into directions that they didn't want or probably that they thought they wanted because of what society says they were supposed to do. And maybe they're regretting it now. Maybe they wish they had taken a different path. And my main message here is simply, if you're feeling behind in life because you have a notion of what others expect you to do, I would tell you to let your soul guide 
some are okay with the roles that come with society and for some it works and that's fine i'm not saying oh if you followed a certain tradition or norm you're stupid or anything like that not at all if that's worked for anyone and they're happy that's all that matters but my message is you will never regret going at the pace of your soul we are all built for different purposes with different gifts and how boring and ugly life would be if we all had the same purpose every single one of us had the same exact purpose there wouldn't be any artists there wouldn't be any creators there wouldn't be any uh so many opportunities for for women for men for all of us to grow spiritually i personally believe we come to this lifetime to learn a set a certain lesson and under certain cir- under certain circumstances each different to everyone unique like a snowflake <laughs> and this part of the episode this last part of the episode is going to sound a tiny bit different because i'm recording from my phone now because um my microphone my yeti microphone seems to sound weird from time to time and when that happens i record from my phone but lastly i want to say that i think that one of the most important things to understand in our lifetime is the importance of celebrating our individualities and nurturing our gifts our talents and things that make our spirit feel whole and to understand that the fact the fact of trying to be like the crowd when you your heart your soul your spirit doesn't really care for the ideals or stuff that others want or society wants is a big way to set you behind in life the easiest because you're actually trying to be part of something or do something that doesn't resonate with your soul listen to your heart i know some people say that thinking with the heart often makes often means making stupid mistakes but i don't think so I think the heart also tells you when something feels off, but sometimes we ignore that part of the heart or the soul, which is the conscience. That will be all for me today, listeners, and thank you for tuning in. And I want to say love yourselves, but also remember that love and happiness is something that you create every day. It's a practice. It really is. Those are moments that are created whether that be towards yourself or others give yourself acts of love and know definitely know that you're valuable if you enjoyed this episode please don't forget to rate subscribe and leave a review i'll see you next time